nothing like praising the Lord. When you think of what the Lord has done for you, it ought to make you want to praise his holy and righteous name. My brothers and sisters, just for a few moments this morning, I want you to turn your attention to Psalm 46. Psalm 46. And I shall and we shall consider that entire psalm. It's just 11 verses. And I ask that you would stand for the reading of God's word. This morning I will be reading from the New International Version this morning. So when you have it, Psalm 46, I ask that you would at least stand for the reading of God's word. Amen. Amen. There you will find these words written. God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Therefore we will not fear, though the earth give away and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea. Though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging, there is a river whose streams may glad the city of God, the holy place where the most high dwell. God is within her. She will not fail. God will help her at break of day. Nations are in uproar. Kingdoms fall. He lifts up his voice. The earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come and see what the Lord has done. The desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes war cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shield with fire. He says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. This is the word of God for the people of God. And before you take your seat, turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor, I've got confidence that in spite of the chaos, God is in control. Amen, amen. I've got, I've got confidence in spite of the chaos that God is in control. My brothers and sisters, chaos can take on many forms in our lives. Chaos can come in the form of health problems. Chaos can come in the form of financial distress and relationship issues. Whether we at work facing a difficult situation or at home trying to manage the house, chaos can come upon us in a minute's notice. It can be easy, my brothers and sisters, to lose control of all of what we claim we are in Christ. Lose all of our composure when we're facing chaos because we get emotional and find ourselves overreacting. Many of the issues we find ourselves in is because we didn't figure out how to remain in control of who we are and our ability to control the instruments 
that are on the front of our faces. Chaos has often triggered us to feel helpless in given situations. No matter how saved and sanctified you claim to be, it can be difficult to stay calm in the midst of chaotic situations. But I hasten to tell you this morning, I hasten to tell you that, that you've got to understand that it's the inner chaos that's causing the outer chaos. Now see, some of y'all are getting when you get home. I said it's the inner chaos that's causing the outer chaos. It's not the stuff on the outside that's messing your life up. It's the stuff on the inside. Y'all have heard them sing the song. There's something on the inside working on the outside. Now the song is talking about the Lord. But when you got those other demons working on the inside, it will cause chaos on the outside. But our text this morning presents us with some certainty, some realities that give us confidence in spite of the chaos that God is in control. Well, well, in order to have confidence, you got to remember, first of all, that God is our refuge. It's right here in your book, in your Bible. He, he's, a, he's a safe place. He's a safe place of protection to which we can run when we're in trouble. The God of the universe, my brothers and sisters, lets us know that he is a refuge when we feel defeated. He is a refuge when we feel depressed. He is a refuge in despair. And you can go and he will wrap you, his arms around you, and he won't let go of you. And he will be a refuge for you. Uh, the old folk used to say at home, he's a shelter that's right, that's right. in a storm. And I don't know about you, but I've had some storms in my life. I've had some trouble to come in my life. I've had some time when it seemed like I wasn't going to make it, when it seemed like I didn't know whether to go north or south, but I'm glad that when I was in the midst of those times, I knew that God would be a refuge. I'm glad that I had a shelter. For not only does this text inform us that he's a refuge, but if you turn over to Psalm 91, it lets us know that he who dwells in the secret place of most high shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. For he is my refuge and my fortress. In him will I trust. You want to know why a whole lot of us have a lot of chaos? We put our trust in the wrong one. But he says in him Will I put all my trust? And, 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 and really, really, all I'm trying to tell you this morning is I've got a secret place. When I get in trouble, I've got a shelter. And when things get bad, I can run to my secret place. I, I don't know who you run to, but I can run to God when I'm in trouble. Y'all do know that he'll keep you. Y'all do know that he will keep you. He, he will rock you in the cradle of his loving arm. He will keep you from all hurt, harm, and danger. Everybody ought to have a secret place. 
when trouble comes your way, just remember that he's still God. He's still in charge. He's still in control. And you have to run to your secret place. When you remember that he's your refuge, you'll realize that the Lord covers us in times of despair. He covers us. He protects us. He's a sanctuary for us. And if we can talk about it, if we can sing about it, if we can come to church and fall out about it, why can't we live life? We know that he is our refuge. Why is it when trouble comes, we act as if we've lost our mind? We have to remind ourselves that he is our refuge. But not only, not only is he our refuge, but look what the Bible says. The text says that he's our refuge and our strength. Yeah, that, that word and is a, a conjunction. It, it connects two or more phrases together. So in order to get the proper understanding and meaning, you've got to connect it together. God is our refuge and our strength. But, 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 but why does he protect us in times of trouble? Well, well, well Reverend Green, he, he, he protects us not to hide us, but to help us. So y'all don't need to miss that. I wish I, wish I had something. He, he gives us shelter not to pamper us, but to prepare us. The Lord gives us refuge in order to get us ready for the battle that's coming up the road. Well, if, if he's trying to do that, I, I don't understand. How, how, how does he do it? He, he does it by giving you a dose of his strength. He, he realizes that we can't make it on our own. So he fills us with his strength. And we're able to stand in the midst of trouble because every now and then God gives us a dose of his strength. He's able to vaccinate us that when the enemy comes, we can stand still and not be worried because we know it's not us by ourselves. It's God with us. Now, a whole lot of folk not y'all, you know, y'all advanced and all that deeply rooted in the word. And, you know, y'all just living right below heaven. Um, but some people put more trust in the doctor than they put in the law. But you've got to learn to trust the Lord just like you trust the doctor and he will give you strength. He's our refuge and our Paul said, when I'm weak, then am I strong. Because he believed that God would come on the scene when situations were at their worst. That's why he said in Corinthians and he said unto me my grace is for you for my strength is made perfect in weakness therefore most gladly will I rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may come upon me Paul is saying because God's strength is made perfect in weakness he he takes pleasure 
in what's coming to him. He takes pleasure in his pain. He takes pleasure in his persecution. It's because of who God is. Now that's not to say, my brothers and sisters, that you ought to feel good about what you're going through. Doesn't mean that you ought to want to be loaded down problem. No, the scripture is telling us that when we go through trying and troubling time in a position, we ought to have joy in our hearts. That's why James said, brethren, count it all joy. When you fall into divers temptation, Dorothy Norwood put it another way when she said, after all the things I've been through, I still have joy. He's our, he's our refuge. He's our strength. But, but most of all, the scripture says he's our help. Watch this now, watch it. He, he, he's not just our help, but the psalmist says that he's a very present help in trouble. Now the word present affirms the fact that God is a right now God. The Lord is able to help us immediately, right now. He, He can do it whenever you and I are in trouble. The world, my brothers and sisters, has a lot of things to offer us when we are down and out. But... But the world very seldomly comes with a rescue answer. They give you a whole lot of things for you to try. A whole lot of things they will suggest to you. But a whole lot of that stuff doesn't work. But the God I serve is not a God who has just done things in the past. He can do something right now. God is not the kind of God who can just work in the future. He can do something for you right now. My God is a present tense kind of God. Look, 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 look. He he can come in in the midst of what you're going through and he's able to change it right away if it's in his will. And a whole lot of us end up in chaotic situations because we want something that God has not willed. You, you, you think because you're big enough to have it, you ought to have it. But, but God has not willed it for you. That's why you can't live where other people live because God has not willed it for you. That's why you don't have the money for the folks. Because God has not willed it for you. That's why your mate is your mate and not somebody else's mate. But God. Uh huh, yeah. Uh huh. Figure when nobody's going to be too happy about that. <laughs> but He is an on time kind of God. If you ask Daniel, He'll tell you He'll be on time. If you ask the Hebrew boys, he'll tell you, they'll tell you, he will be on time. They were in trouble and he was a very present help. Look what he said. He said, we don't have to fear. Even though the earth will be removed, though the mountains will be dumped into the sea, though the waters are troubled, though the mountains shake, he said, you don't have to worry. And see, that don't mean... A whole lot to some of y'all. But let me see if I can get on your street. 
though your friends are few and your enemies are many, he's a very present here. Though, though, though your wife or your husband may not be speaking to you right now he is a very present help though your children may be acting crazy he's a very present help you might have some problems on the job but he is a very present help and I know that he's able to show up right in the midst of the situations in your life and in my life. You can have confidence in spite of the chaos when you remember that he's still God, not only in when trouble comes, but you've got to remember that he's the same God that's keeping you when things are well. He's a helper who's always attentive to our very cry. He's there when we're sick. He's there when we're poor. He's there when we're rich. He's there when we're broke, busted, and disgusted. He's there when we're happy and when we're sad. So I will bless the Lord at all times and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. Well, I got a plane I got to catch. But I need y'all to look at those last two verses. He, he, he says in those last two verses, be still. And know that I am God. He says, I'll be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of the host is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Be still. Now that means you got to Take your hands off of it. It, it means that you've got to let God do what God does best. He, he says, be still and watch God move on your behalf. Look, 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 look. Be, be still. Remember that he's still God. He, he, be still. He, he, he is the one. Just be in times of trouble. You've got to leave it up to God and let him handle it. He, he, has, he, has, he has a record of being able to handle it. In, in, in times of trouble, he, he, he told Jehoshaphat that, that there's no reason for you to fight. You just stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Yeah, in times of trouble, he told Moses, don't be afraid. Moses, you just stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. I need to tell somebody that if you're really going to have confidence in spite of the chaos, you've got to be still. You've got to let God work it out. And you've got to let him work it and then watch him move. Because he's able to do what you and I cannot do. He says, you be still and you watch. I will be exalted. The problem with a whole lot of us is we want to get on a pedestal ourselves. We want everybody to know that we did it. We were able to handle it because we are somebody. But there will be some problems in your life that you can't handle. That you have to leave them up to him. But notice, notice here that three times the psalmist uses the word, Selah. Now, that word has multiple meanings. But in the context of the psalm, which are a set of 
musical displays. It's a term used to reflect a pause in the song. It, it means that you have to lift up, that you have to exalt. When, when trouble comes, you've got to remember that God is your refuge. You've got to remember that he is your strength. You've got to remember that he is your help. But most of all, you've got to shout, Selah. That's why I'm glad they did that song before I preach. You've got to praise him for who he is and what he's done for you. You've got to lift him up. You've got to exalt his name. Now, it looks like, from where I'm standing, it looks like a whole lot of y'all ain't got a whole lot of problems. That's how it looked. Because, you know, we have come to church on Sunday morning with our Sunday morning look and don't want anybody to know what kind of problems we're dealing with. Don't want anybody to know what the Lord has brought them through. But he maybe, maybe he hasn't done anything for you. But I'm so glad that when I look back over my life and, and I think about the goodness of Jesus, I've got to praise him because he's been good to me. I've got to praise him. When I think about where he brought me from, I've got to praise him. When I think about the fact that I could have been dead and gone, I've got to praise him. When I think about the fact that I've got a house to live in, I've got to praise him. When I think about the fact that I still got a reasonable portion of health and strength, I've got to praise him because the Lord has been good. He's been good to me. And he's not only been good to me, but he's been good to you. My brothers and sisters, we've got to learn that chaotic situations will come in our lives. But it's not the end of us. It's not come to take us down. But it's come to make us stronger. And you may not have a whole lot of chaos now. But you just keep on living. You just keep on living. Chaos will come in your life. Somebody will come as a liar in your somebody will come as a schemer and a deceiver in your life and you've got to be prepared to know that when they come you've got confidence because you're not in it by yourself you've got somebody who's in it with you and if we're really going to make it in these next days, weeks, months, and years to come, we've got to have real confidence. And that confidence must be rooted in God. I know society teaches us that we can pull ourselves up by our own boots. But sometimes your boots have been on so long that your leather has gotten old. And it will break. So many of us believe that if we can just save enough, that will help us when trouble comes. But the stock market will let you know that when the things are going well for some, it's not going well for everybody. But how can you say it? I, I was so happy on you.
evening when I filled my car up and it was costing me half of what it cost before. Now see, y'all happy about that. But see, that's chaos in somebody else's life. Because the news report says they're laying off 20 to 25,000 people in the industry. See, you got to be careful that while you're going through the high times in your life, it may be a chaotic situation for somebody else. And the only way that we can make it, the only way that we can strive is to put our lives in the Lord's hand. There's no better place for you to be than to have your life in the hands of God. Because I can assure you, Trouble will come. Trouble will come. Chaos will be present. But if you put your hand in his hand, he'll give you confidence. In spite of whatever chaos is out there, it may even be at your house, he'll give you confidence that everything will be all right. So if you're here this morning, and you've been living your life without that confidence. If you're here this morning and you've allowed chaotic situations to get the best of you, this whole worship experience has been about this moment right here where you take the opportunity to relieve yourself of the chaos because we have somebody who will walk with us and talk with us and lead us and guide us and direct us. He's somebody that will never leave you. He's somebody that you can tell your most intimate thoughts to and don't have to worry about it being told to anybody else. He's somebody who can help you when nobody else can. His name is Jesus. And so if you're here this morning, we want to give you an opportunity to leave better than you came. We want to give you an opportunity to leave with renewed confidence and renewed courage. The deacons and the ministers are coming. You don't have to come and stand alone. They're here for you. So if you're here, don't have a church home. If you're here and your relationship with the Lord is not what you would desire it to be, if you're here this morning and your relationship, and you've never had a relationship, this moment right now is for you. But then maybe you're here this morning and you have a relationship with God. You're close. But chaos still comes in your life. And you're wondering whether or not God really cares about you. Maybe you've been wondering whether or not you were really going to make it. These deacons and these ministers are here to pray with you. To pray for you. So if you're just standing in the need of prayer this morning, we invite you to come. Whatever your reason, whatever your situation, you don't have to bear that burden alone. We're here. Will you come? Will you come? We're waiting on you right now. Whatever you need, God's got it. Will you come? Will you come? Will you come? As I said, there's no better decision that you could make Stand still than to give your life to Christ. And you don't know what you're going to face when you leave here. You don't know what situation, what circumstance you're going to encounter. I and if I were you,
out sorry, of where I stood with God. I am that I this am. It's about your relationship with stronger, Lord. wiser, and better than any of us. I hear He's you every able time to do what no other power can do. That you call. Let not your heart 